Hi, everyone. This is Andrew B. of uh, Two Gays Dragcast. This is just a little after-the-fact message, although I guess it'll be before the episode starts, but it's recorded after the fact, I guess. We're both actually feeling relatively under the weather. I'm feeling a little bit better, guys, really, between the two of us who's really feeling under the weather. My pain comes and goes. Like depression. Ha ha ha. Anyway, he's in a lot of pain right now. I My pain comes and goes. So we're just really not going to be sure if we're f- up to feeling like we're going to be get, get an episode in, so we're going to take a week off. Um, but we'll make up for it by doing a double episode the week after. Hopefully by that point, Guy will be feeling better and all my stuff will be taken care of. So we'll both hopefully be up and running. If not, maybe we'll have to do a triple episode. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out as time goes on. To be fair, we've taken like year-long breaks between Dragula because we had no other ideas of what to do. So a couple of weeks should be nothing for y'all. <laughs> But I do promise we will be back as quick as both of us can heal up and be okay. But for now, please enjoy this current episode where I get into a shit ton of rants about racists. Don't be a piece of shit, y'all. Okay, recording. And you. Why don't you block me? I'm not blocking you because you're nothing. You're just a piece of a garbage. And let's preface this episode off with a rant by yours truly. This will be fun. Listen in, folks. This is this is important. This is all from me. I know I shouldn't get into the mic, but I'm just going to get into the mic for just a second because I need y'all to hear this shit. I know hopefully the people listening to this understand, but just in case somebody of this nature decides to come along, Don't be a racist piece of shit garbage. I'm sure I just fully blew out the mic and I apologize in advance, but it needs to be said. Your eardrums need to be blown out if it has to be said in the year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. I'm such a funny atheist. Hmm. In the year 2021, don't be a racist piece of shit garbage. This was happening previously. It is still going on after this episode. People sending hateful, disgusting shit to Zavaleta, Mary, Hoso, which we'll get into because the whole reason I'm getting to this huge fucking rant compared to that. I mean, it's just so fucked up. That people think that their fave, in this case, it's really Sigourney is the one that everybody gets all up in arms about. And so they think, yes... You argued with them on a reality television show that was filmed months and months ago that these people could totally be friends now and everything that happened on the show was something that happened on the show. So you are going to send hateful, racist remarks, death threats, and horrible things to these people. I will give you the, like I said, perfect example from last episode. Uh, Hoso posted a tweet saying, C-word, again, I'm obviously not going to say it, with apparently they spelled it with two C's, but the DM reads as follows. Fucking C word. Go back to wherever you came from. This season is disgusting. People like you, Bitter Betty, Mary, and La Zavaletta are all disgusting people. The only reason any of you hates on Sigourney is because she's actually pretty. She's actually a woman, and she's talented. What the fuck? The fuck? This is from, and I'll fully call them out, this is from, let's see, uh, Queens, their full name, Q-U-E-E-N-S. They've privated their Twitter at this point uh, because they got called out. I'm shocked. Wow. Wow. And uh, yeah, so they also said this, which I can actually see. I don't know how I'm able to see it. I don't know. I guess like when you quote tweet it, it might, you might not not see the. Okay, so certain like quote tweets and such, 
if they were made before you privated your Twitter, Twitter has basically done the shady thing and made it so that you can, in fact, see those tweets. Which, that's what you deserve, bitch. But uh, they re- Hoso retweeted this, but they said, uh, apparently replying to something Hoso said, saying, in all caps, you are a disgusting person. The nerve of you to come for Sigourney when she didn't even say anything. Even though Hoso literally did not even, she said her opinion, which was not even that unfair, because I'm not going to lie, nobody really, really brought glamour this episode. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed what Sigourney wore. We'll get to that when the actual episode begins. Nobody really, like, brought it this episode in terms of, like, holy shit, I, my mind was blown, everything. Yeah. So, like, all she really said was that, that it was a basic garment and, you know, basic fabric. And then she even, as you'll see later in the Monster Meat Grinder cauldron, we know what we call it, but, you know, you know she even stopped herself. Hoso said, nope, I'm not going to, because then I'll get really mean, and I don't want to do that. I want to be friends with you. Like, that's the whole thing. She literally stopped herself. And these people are calling her out saying she said some horrible fucking things when she fucking didn't. Yeah. I mean, clearly someone can go much further. And even Hoso realized, like, it's a little moment of self-realization. Like, you notice that you're not in a right state of mind to be able to criticize someone when you are very, very angry yourself. At least most of the time. Unless, of course, it is their direct actions that is making you angry. In which case, go off. Um, Maybe give yourself a little bit of time to actually articulate what you are so mad about. And it's but specifically Sigourney. And that's what's, you know, it's so sad. It wasn't specifically Sigourney. Exactly. It was just like sort of a route to exude anger. But what I'm saying is that everybody is fighting. It's due to Sigourney. That's what everyone's like. You shouldn't be mean to Sigourney. You shouldn't be... Da, da, da. It's a reality television show. It's just TV. But the fact that she's had to put out two different fucking statements. She put out a statement last week when this shit was happening, specifically saying it's, do not send hate to another competitor. Then not four hours ago, since you didn't listen last week, I'll read it verbatim so y'all motherfuckers can hear this shit. Again, I like to believe the people listening to our podcast actually know better than to do this. I'm just saying if somebody happens to come along and is like, what the fuck, why, why, I want to be racist, why can't I do it? Just listen. If you're being racist, transphobic, xenophobic, or otherwise being cruel to other contestants, or anyone else for that matter, you need to fucking stop. There is never an excuse to send hate or threats to another human being. It's heartbreaking to know that some of you are harming Sigourney's friends and colleagues. Stop. Yes, we should have conversations about misogyny, racism, transphobia, etc. However, that does not give you the excuse to be an awful racist piece of shit to others. That is not having a conversation that is just sending hate to people. That is not fucking okay. (sighs) I truly could get into this for days on end and I'm not going to. I just... Stop being pieces of shit. Please. It it really makes the blood boil, knowing that people around us and around this show that is literally about love and acceptance, like, uh, like literally their why? whole thing, the the whole thing from them is drag is art and art is subjective. We are not judging you based on your drag, you know, of the drag in general. We're basing you what you did in this challenge. Meanwhile, they're like, no, I'm going to take your whole drag character. I'm going to take everything about it. I'm going to take this out, this out, this out, this out. You did this, 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 you piece of shit. You this, did like. <sighs> and then I think another thing that pisses me off, we'll get to this. I'm going to say it right now. I did not like Hoso's look this week. But what pisses me off is the people con- trying to convince Hoso. It's like, no, 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 you just need to understand. You weren't glamour and you sucked. Okay, but that's not your place to tell Hoso. Hoso generally, from what I've seen, and I understand, I'll read their, when we get to their look, I'll read their whole description of, like, their concept behind it. They genuinely love their look. And you know what? 
they can genuinely love their look and there are people who can genuinely love their look. I personally don't, but I'm not going to go to Hoso and be like, this is a piece of shit. This is disgusting. You need to learn that this is not glamour. Why aren't you learning that? How about just shut the fuck up and don't go telling people like, oh yeah, let me go on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. I'm going to just at you and just be like, hey girl, your shit sucks. You should understand that. Like, please stop immediately. <laughs> anyway, moving on from all this racism and shit, we're going to get into the actual episode. Yeah, after much conversation, let's get into something much darker. You know, show about love and acceptance and all that. Um, at the very start, it has this um, story of some guy kind of wandering life in the beach. Not really sure about where to go in the world. So he has decided to return to the Dark Mother, the ocean. He finds a shell, gets promises of a place of eternal happiness or something. I might add, by the way, my voice is kind of going because I'm currently kind of sick, but um, I'm pushing through it. It doesn't hurt to talk right now, so that's a good thing. Um, but I sound like a mess. Anyways, this guy is, um, he picks up a shell and then bears his soul to it and then is just flopped out on the ground with a fucking smiler level expression. Like, woof. And then just gets drug out to sea by the boulets. Don't know if it's supposed to have been like a siren song or is just like, I don't know what. But, um, yeah. Anyways, that's the method through which the boulets are going to kill the contestant who dies this episode or gets exterminated this episode. It's that sort of ghost story type thing. Anyways, drag, filth, horror, glamour. We get into the work boudoir, and our winning team comes in to find a whole table full of Fangoria material. Fangoria fan material, yes. Cups and mugs and books and magazines. And shirts. Why is it here, you wonder? Who knows? For now, anyway. Of course, the question contains, like, congrats, Dolly, who do we think stayed, who do we think went home, da-da-da-da-da. First to enter back in is Jay. uh, I said Jan, lol. Jade, and Zavaleta's reaction is just, meh. We also learn we have to correct a mistake. We thought Jade was enjoyably shocking herself, as we thought we were completely wrong. All of her shocks went to Betty. Who would have thought? She liked getting shocked, still. Clearly. I mean, it seemed that way, but... Uh, yes. We truly were just like, yeah, she's shocking herself. She's a masochist. But uh, no, she was shocking Betty because apparently, as they ask later, she chose Betty because she chose to share some really shady information and therefore deserved it. So Jade's like, they were talking shit, so I did it. It felt good. There we go. Nobody shocked Mary, surprisingly. Although apparently, from what I did read, everybody got shocked anyway. Because apparently where they were, this is like... It was an actual, like, place you can go and do that. It's sort of like a horror... I read it. I forget where I read it. I can look it up, I think. I think it was on Reddit, probably. You keep talking about the episode. I'll see if I can find information. Okay, yeah. But basically, we find out, okay, Mary went home, yada yada. So now it's kind of come to light. So-and-so shocked so-and-so, yada yada. A lot of shocks went around. Nobody actually shocked Mary. And, um... She still cried a lot, but that's because everyone got shocked regardless. That was part of the whole point. Uh, however, we get some other fun little developments. Zavaleta is, like, hitting on Dolly now. Okay. 
Dolly as a daddy, apparently. I I guess. Hoso is chattier now, which is nice. It's nice to see that Hoso is like talking more in the boudoir as well as um kind of coming forward and being just a little bitchy. Honestly, I'm here for it. Just a touch unapologetic. Just a touch. We do get into apologetic territory later because she kind of goes off. Aha! Sigourney said nobody chose Mary to shock. So apparently somebody replied saying they've been to the place where they did that extermination. Uh, even if you don't get a vote, you still get shocked. The lasers show who you voted, f- uh, show you who you voted for you. Apparently their friend didn't get any votes and was still shocked. The seats are some metal and that sh- only shock your thighs and ass. And shocks do make you jump up and give a little scream. If you're wearing shorts, you'll definitely feel it. Oof. So apparently the laser bits are just to show like who voted for you. Interesting. Okay. That's what those were. Apparently, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Assuming this is true, apparently the All Right Mary podcast, hey other podcasters, said Mary couldn't actually be zapped as well due to health reasons, but the show still wanted her to participate in the extermination. So maybe they gave her like tiny little shocks, you know, just on the butt, just to be like, here, you know, little like those, like you pull a tab from a fake pack of gum or something. Hmm. But again, I think it's all about putting on a show anyway, so, you know. Yeah. I wonder, actually, I bet they could do. Those seats being metal, they could just, like, superheat the seats instead. Yeah, maybe. I'm assuming, yeah, it's probably not just... It's probably not super painful anyway. I'm sure they... I'm sure they were told, if anything. Like, just make sure you're putting on a show. If you get a little bit of zap, you start screaming. Like, I'm sure they were told to put on a show for the extermination. Oh, yeah. Anyway... Back to the episode. So, yeah... When it's Jade and Betty who are back, they're debating, did Sigourney or Mary go? Uh, some people think Sigourney would have went because she was leader, but no. Mary Mary was undoubtedly the weakest link. Goodbye. Betty and Zava definitely wanted Sigourney to go in the way they were talking, but as they're speaking, of course, Sigourney shows up. Mm-hmm. And so we move in. Everybody's talking. The beaver's back. Hooray, hooray. And Saint saying, you know, Sigourney busted her ass saying she was going to do all of it. And I agree with what Saint is saying. You know, like people blaming Sigourney for like taking the reins and doing all the work. Maybe like be a little more forceful. You know, if you're, all your asses are on the line. It's not just Sigourney. You were a team. Everyone should have mm-hmm. gone hardcore. Speaking of, another one I forgot to mention earlier. Saint was also getting racist messages even though they fully, they're just getting racist from racist. I mean, everybody's getting racist from racist. But, like, they didn't even come for Sigourney, and people are just like, nope, fuck you, racist remarks. Leave these goddamn people alone, please. I don't need to go into another rant. I mean, I'll say the statement. I will, no, no, no. Because I, I think these statements need to be said. I mean, like, go check out their Twitters and follow them because they're wonderful people. I love Saint. You can hear how much I love Saint if you go listen to our Resurrection podcast episode. And just all of these episodes, because I still love Saint. But let me just get the statement out there. Back when I first started drag, I never really knew of a drag queen who looked quite like me, a tattooed and pierced alternative black kid. And so I never really felt I truly had someone to look up for in that way or someone I could inspire to be. 
I found myself struggling to fit into other people's ideas of how my drag should look or who I should be, and over the years I've gone through many changes in pursuit of finally simply being my authentic self. I've learned to say fuck it and do drag my own way regardless of what others had to say. Recently, it's hard to ignore some of the racially motivated hateful messages or comments I've received, not because I give them the time of day, but because I know I'm not alone on this, and others who look like me deal with the same things I do. I'll never have the amount of followers some of my white counterparts do, and that's okay. At the end of the day, I, have, I am here representing my version of what alternative drag looks like as a black queer artist, and I do it for people who look like me. Hopefully to touch, inspire, and encourage other artists like me to live authentically and do shit their way. It'll always be my number one motivation for working hard and to be the best version of myself I can be and to grow as an artist day by day. For all the racist people who don't follow badass black, queer, trans, Asian, Latino artists, or give them the time of day, just know we will still be on your TV screens again next week. And for those who we haven't or will inspire, know we are bad bitches, you can't kill us. Exactly. Like, I don't understand, you fucking racist idiots who think it's like, Ah, yes, I sent a racist remark. That'll teach them. They'll never be on my TV screens again, or they can't ever see them. They're all over the world, motherfucker. You can't get rid of us. You can't get rid of black people. You can't get rid of queer people, trans people, Asian, Latino artists, all types of queer POC people. You can't get rid of us. No. You just can't. Obviously, I don't know that personal experience. All I am is queer. I'm a, still a white person. I have much more privilege than any other of these people will ever get, and that's fucked up. The fact that I have a privilege just because of my skin color. That's weird. That's gen really fucked up. Like, I don't know how much I can say it. That people aren't allowed the same privileges or get such horrible racist remarks because of the color of their skin or the way they choose to live their lives. It's fucking disgusting. Like, again, I know I went on this in the beginning of the episode and I'm still going on it. Like, I just, it baffles my fucking mind. I'm sorry. Like, just stop being terrible pieces of shit. And you know, another thing that kind of pisses me off that it's not people don't really i think understand sometimes that it's like oh it's probably just those older generations that are all no, no 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 young people are pieces of shit too just as a lot of old people can be really cool people like people don't understand that yeah that some old people can be racist and old people can be bad but you forget that there are old people who live through different like the civil rights movement and other movements that have helped people if obviously they lived through those and saw the differences that they made and helped like it's just I don't know, people always assume that's like, it's always old people, or it's, you know, all the young people are helping, all the old people are bad. And that's not remotely the case. There are a lot of shitty young people and a lot of great old people. Yeah, you put it into words. I'm sorry, I don't, I, I, my point is, support these fucking people. I love Saint so fucking much. I love the drag that they bring. I love the fashion that they bring, and I love everything that they're able to do. I don't know, I love all of these people. I love Hoso. I, you know, and that's the thing that I think people don't understand, that people just, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, you, you can't like somebody, and they're just like, or you're racist, or you're not like this. Like, there are things that Zavaleta has done in the show that I'm not, like, particularly a fan of, but that doesn't mean I don't like them. You know what I mean? Like, in the past, yeah. like, we said, like, well, Zavaleta did this. I still really like their drag. I still really like some of the things they've done. It's just, like, I don't know, people always assume you have to make such a blanket statement over things, which I'm just like, no, I can like and dislike things. But I'm not going to be a racist piece of shit. Yeah, when you take someone at face value as only a single thing, that's 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 not how drag works, for one. Especially in a competition like this. Honestly, I refuse to believe if Coco was still on the show, this shit wouldn't even be a problem. If Coco was still on the show, she'd be given all the love. She'd... I want Coco Kane back on the show. I want to imagine her talking head during, like, the cauldron this episode. Like, my god. It would have been amazing. She would have been the one narrating it instead of Dolly. We'll get there. Almost certainly. It would have been so fucking funny. Or maybe it would have been Dolly and Coco. Because uh, they too... Honestly, yeah. Because honestly, because I think 
because pretty much everybody was fighting, even if it was just a little bit like Hoso getting a little bit. I think Saint was kind of out of it, but they were just kind of dragged in a bit. But I think it was so funny that just like I could just imagine Dolly and Coco just sitting at the side looking at each other like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> just start narrating and then everything. They decide all right divide and conquer cool down this fucking room what the fuck very much i just i miss coco kane so much and it kind of sucks because you're kind of have to say like well then who would you rather see gone instead if you had to bring back you know you have coco there and i don't honestly know because again i love this entire cast and that's another thing i've said i think i've said it before no i said it in the meet the monsters or the when we did the whole thing do i agree with things that betty has said no i enjoy her drag however See, that's the thing that people don't understand. Like, it isn't, it isn't. I would never in my fucking life send any sort of transphobic or horrible, hateful remarks towards Bitter Betty. I cannot like the things she said because I think they are transmetalist, horrible things. However, to send hateful, horrible things to them instead of trying to have a normal, reasonable conversation and back and forth and try to make people understand the situation, that's what fucks me up. Is the people who think it's like, well, you said horrible things. Guess what? I'm going to say horrible things back to you. No, you try to have a conversation about it. That's the shit that pisses me off, you know? Yeah, you can't solve someone's, for lack of a better word, ignorance or arrogance with more ignorance and or arrogance. Right, exactly. You have to try and at least have a conversation, have a discussion about it instead of just thinking you can pile on more ignorance or ignorance with more ignorance, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. I, uh, my head, my head, I can't. Okay, we have to get back to the episode because I swear to God my brain's going to explode at this point if we keep going on this. Yeah, we really should. (laughs) Just please, just stop being terrible pieces of shit. Please. Anyway, now let's get to, like I said, talking, talking, talking. People talking about Mary wearing the slippers again. I swear to God, I saw <laughs> she said a tweet saying she should go. She Mary said she should come out with her own slipper line. I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, no, please come out with your own slippers. That would be fucking hilarious. That would be hilarious. I I want to know if they're gonna be anything glamorous or if they're all just gonna be those barefoot fucking slippers. I I would love like a whole range. There's like just the nice fuzzy slippers. There's like glamorous slipper heel. Like just all types of slipper. She has like a T-shirt that just says the slippers that sent me home or some shit like that. Like just that's the kind of shit that you can make into a brand and I love it. Like that's the kind of shit you branding branding branding. Slippers that kill. Oh my god, slippers that kill. I love that. Oh my god, we need to we need to pitch this to Mary Cherry now. Mary Cherry, if you're listening, please listen. <laughs> please. Slippers that kill. You can, you can take, take the, the name, ideas, just fine. shout us out on Twitter, please. Yeah, just shout us out, please. But um, back to the episode. Um, Jade and Betty are fighting. It's trying to be once, you know, Betty's the more fighting with Jade. Jade's trying to be... I can see what Jade's trying to be because I'm pretty sure she said it before. She knows what happened back on Drag Race, so she's trying not to be that same sort of um, nasty person. Not a plot stirrer, yes. But, of course, talking about Betty, talking about people behind their back, Sigourney saying that Betty was talking to people behind their back because she was the person talking about the people behind their back, too. Does that make sense? I think it did. Sigourney was the one Betty was talking to behind everyone's back. Yeah, that one, according to Sigourney, yes. Or at least in some cases. Uh, Yeah, right. Meanwhile, I think it's funny. Hoso and Dolly are just trying to read the magazines. They're just like, I can't do anything. to. I can't get a laugh out of these fucking people. It's so funny. But like I said, fighting, fighting, fighting. What else is new? Fighting, fighting, fighting. Betty's saying that Jade can switch from Jekyll to Hyde, which is interesting. And then um, the editors. I, the editors of this fucking show. Because Betty then says, you know what? I think it's time to bring out... Petty Betty, and then 
change her fucking name to Petty Betty. They put her name card as Petty Betty. It's so funny. Honestly, Petty Betty is a good drag name. Well, she changed her Twitter handle too. She changed it to Petty Betty after the episode. <laughs> so she's riding with it. I just think that's so funny. Just like she says in the editor's like, you know what? Yes, we're going to run with that. Let's go. She'll be able to create her own merch off of it. This will be a good for all of us. This show is so entertaining. I don't understand the people. That's another thing. You know, it's an entertaining. But at the end of the day, what did I just say? It's a show. Yeah. People are way too fucking. Same thing with Drag Race. All the Drag Race is shittier for its own reasons. Yeah. But it's a show and y'all get way too invested in this shit. At the end of the day, yes, these are characters and drag personas and people that you're seeing. But they're human beings and it's a fucking reality television show where people are competing for $100,000 or some form of monetary prize. Uh, like lay off it you racist disgusting pieces of shit thank you i mean here's the thing you obviously can't take it fully seriously because they pretend to kill the competitors every episode like come literally. on literally my god they get death scenes every episode and people are like oh i can't believe it and i'm like yeah that's not real anyway attention competitors come to the main floor show my god we're like we're 30 minutes into recording but we're only like a quarter of the way into the episode. oh god <laughs> So now we're back in, and it's time for me to do my Eeyore voice. Hooray. Oh, yes. I was going to say, it's time for your Eeyore voice, and now I get to do a sick version of Swanthula Boule. I guess. Welcome back, my country little cadavers. <laughs> for this week's challenge, you'll all be heading to the high seas in our ghost ship of Glamour Challenge. Contestants applauding and cheering. Your task is to conceptualize and create a unique look based on a glamorous ghost ship theme. Imagine a luxury cruise liner that was lost at sea, forever drifting in the waves, and haunted by the dismal ghosts who are lost aboard for all eternity. I want to stress that glamour is one of the four tenets of Dragula, so it's absolutely necessary for this week you serve us G-L-A-M-O-U-R in abundance. Kind of actually going to go on another tangent real quick. I mean, I, I guess I could go on this tangent later, but I just want to go. Like, people are really pissed off at Sigourney for winning, and I don't get it why. Like, there are people, obviously, who love her, and the crazy people that are Sigourney stands that are sending hate, y'all can go fuck yourselves. Y'all do not count as actual Sigourney stands. I don't know what the hell's wrong with y'all. Like I said, go listen to earlier in the episode for that. My point is, there are people who are saying Sigourney didn't deserve her win. It's like, oh, it's a basic glamour dress, glamour this. The challenge was specifically glamour. If there was a week for her to do glamour and win, it's the fucking glamour challenge. Yeah? Plus, again, this is just my brain. I think people also don't really take into account the challenge part where they're going to, we'll get into that when we explain it. There's lip syncing to the Boulay's new song. Mm -hmm. Granted, the editing is not fantastic because most you don't see a lot of everybody, mostly Sigourney and others. But my point is still like, I'm sure if you saw the full performances, it, it's just like, I think people only take account into the look, not necessarily the whole thing of them also doing the lip sync performance. Yeah. And that's my problem with it. But anyway, your turn. There's also a very special surprise to this challenge. You will need to choreograph and perform a hauntingly beautiful lip sync show to our new song, Wicked Love. Every time I hear them say that, I just think tainted love. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just taking it back into the 80s of just tainted love. Da, 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 tainted I mean, love. the Boulets fucked and drugged their way through the 80s. So yeah, wicked Makes love. Sense. But yes, available on music platforms everywhere. It's true. 
The winner of this challenge will receive a $1,000 special effects makeup shopping spree to Premier Products, one of the world's most prestigious special effects makeup companies. Whoever loses will die. This, I don't believe, is the same makeup company as last time, either. Yeah, they can find others. It's just like the casualness of just, whoever loses will die. And there's a Fright Feet this week. I know that's your line, but it's not really the main challenge, I'll just say. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah. So it's a return from season three. Hold on, hold on. I have to note, in the captions, they spell it feet, like feet, 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 you know, F-E-E-T, instead of F-E-A-T. But see, here's the thing. I feel like they might actually mean feet, F-E-E-T, because it's the boulets, but... Since when was either of them into feet? Uh, moving on. Uh, like I said, they will have, removing from season three, they will have to find the key of life and death, which, as you remember, if you listen to our season three podcasts or just watch Dragula season three, it was a key that basically allowed you to either save yourself from being in the bottom, assuming you were in the bottom, or setting someone else up to be in extermination for extermination. As you remember in season three, Dahlia Black was the one who found it and used it to save herself during the Dungeons and Dragons challenge. A rather safe choice for her. Fair enough. This time, it is in the boudoir. I don't actually remember if the key was hidden in the boudoir last time. I thought it was hidden in the... Was it? I don't remember. I'm not sure. We can go back and listen to the episode some other time. But it's hidden in the boudoir this time, so... Yeah, and it's well hidden in the boudoir. They spend a bunch of time looking for it. It's actually quite comical. Let's get to the long and short of it. It was hidden under a table, unlike the side of a table, it almost looks like. Okay, so you know how a lot of those, like, metal Ikea-type tables have those sort of, um, not exactly I-beams, C-beams, C-beams. <laughs> Sorry, I was just watching Betty try to pretend to lift the co- the coffin table. Just like, <laughs> That was funny. Anyways, a lot of, like, tables and such have a sort of C-beam-shaped connector between the legs to help keep the table steady. It was hidden inside of one of those C-beam legs, which is actually a really clever place. It's hard to get at, but you can feel it. And once you get the key from there, it's like, hot damn, and Jade gets it. Jade gets it under the table. She goes, like, everyone looked at the table, but nobody went under under the table. I guess Jade went under enough. She found it. Uh-huh. It starts spinning around, just screaming, ha fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. So funny. Jade found the fucking key, and pretty much everybody is tempted to wonder what she's going to do. Hell, even Hoso says in the confessional, Betty, you in danger, girl. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because everyone pretty much agrees that if she's either going to use it of one of two things, she's going to save herself in the challenge, or if she's going to use it to exterminate somebody or put them in the bottom, it's going to be Betty. Yeah. Yeah, they do not like each other after last episode. Nope, nope, nope. So it's kind of torn. Zavaleta thinks she's going to use it to save herself because she's playing it safe in the competition. Dolly thinks Jade's going to put Betty up for extermination. So we're not sure. All we know is Sigourney's happy. She's like, this is going to be a good show. I got my popcorn. We'll see where that goes pretty soon. But first, there's but a yes, seance. It's time for a pseudo seance. It feels weird and interesting, but it's almost meant to be a reading challenge, but not. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what this was. It was just a bit, honestly, but um, it was a very strange bit. Where the hell did they get the candles from? I don't know. But it's neat and interesting that they all just clicked on with a snap. 
Yeah, they all truly were like, okay, I guess we'll go with this, sure. Mm-hmm. Jade swears they're a medium, and the lights turn a nice dark blue, purpley dimness. It's actually really pretty. Because normally there's, they, they're bathed in that red light for the attention competitors, but now it's just a nice blue light. Very yes, cool. it's an eerie blue. Yes. Very ghostly. And then she just got, like I said, she, she just pulls candles out of the wazoo. Yeah. I'm sure she went back there and she just went to the judges like, hey, or like the production, hey, y'all got candles that I can just snap on? I love candles. Oh my God. No one's going to get that joke. But yeah, I can tell they aren't real. <laughs> Saying like, this is the goofiest thing on the planet right now. I'm like, yep. So I'm very confused. But yeah, it seems like saying like saying i see breakfast foods there's eggs bacon there's a biscuit uh-huh. will there be stilettos in the future like it sounds like a reading challenge because she's basically saying like saint where's biscuit heels and it's just like i mean it, it just it feels like a very very weirdly weak reading challenge yeah like i would oh god can you imagine probably like this was all done on the fly and now the, the boulets are probably like wait a minute uh maybe we can actually do this next episode next season this will be our reading i challenge. hope they try it that would be hilarious but then they're like uh dali i'm feeling 75 percent off only fans <laughs> which that one i felt but was sigourney funny. also has a very funny thing um sigourney's like i feel like i have a whole new perspective and also i feel like saint's biscuits are okay <laughs> yeah and then zavaleta's like no i'm actually good at this and they're like oh really yes dali can i see your hand can you do this? And they ball it up into a fist and Zavaleta just goes, oh, it fits. Uh, it'll fit. Fun fact. Apparently Dolly got a bunch of DMs about that after this episode aired being like, hey, can you fist me? <laughs> you horny motherfuckers. My God. Uh, but everyone freaks out with it fits. Zavaleta, you have done well. Oh, I love it. You're all dark sided. I got to get out of here. Betty just runs out the door. And now people are painting their stuff blue and making stuff. So we'll start with Sigourney. Her idea is wanting to give the illusion of water without being covering myself in water or being wet. Smart. Never get a drag queen wet. So we got this pretty blue fabric, very iridescent and flowy to make it ghosty. Trying to do something, as she says, that's Erte inspired. We'll see how that goes. Hosos will be the most creature-esque drag. I, like I said, I'd rather wait until we're... Because they posted their whole explanation of the look. I'm going to just wait till we get to the actual runway and I'll describe it. Okay. Saint is doing, like, a captain of the ship. Whereas everybody else seems to be doing more, like... Passengers and... Passengers or creatures or something. They're going for the actual, like, crew member, captain of the ship. Yes. Interesting direction for choice of glamour, but I think that might be the problem of the challenge name or the challenge itself i'll i'll get to it when we get to the runway or just before we get to the runway but i think there's a little bit of an inherent contradiction and what might have been a better choice of leading direction but it is all about interpretation Mm -hmm. so jade comes by being inspired by a lounge singer type imagine falling off the ship and being covered in coral and just oceany barnacle-y stuff at the bottom of the sea I quite like the idea. So kind of reading as if she got wrapped up in the sails. And Betty is inspired by the old 80s movie Ghostbusters. And how the ghosts were all blue and ethereal looking. So doing sort of a blue scale, as they say. Shades of blue and gray, painting their body like so. They are making sure everything's blue, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty monochromatic, really. 
Just dressing the dress and all that. Yes, very that. Which I do enjoy. I do enjoy nice monochromatic. Extermination day. Zabaleta's garment's not done, but they are a good performer. Oh, they do the petty betty thing again. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they really, really are trying to make sure that everyone knows that their version of Untucked is called the Cauldron. No, for us, it's the Monster Meat Grinder. But yes, they're trying to make Fetch happen, but it's not going to happen, Gretchen. Stop trying to make it happen. Oh, yeah. Apparently, they can just go to the Cauldron and... Okay, this is... Yeah, this is interesting. So, yeah, Zava and Betty just go to the Cauldron to probably talk about Jade. But um, the fact that they can just go there is rather fascinating to me because I'm sure they don't do that for Drag Race, but I think that's actually nope. rather fascinating, personally. Yeah. Well, except for when Untucked is the workroom itself in All Stars. Oh, yeah, 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 true. But that's not really... Yeah. They basically talk about Jade and just like, I, you know, I thought we were friends, but friends slap you sometimes, la-da-da-da-da. Jade didn't come here to argue with people and trusting and blah, 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 blah. You know, everybody needs to just be happy. Because honestly, at this point, y'all need to be friends with each other because the fans sure as fuck aren't going to be friends with you, at least those rabid crazy ones. No. The nice fans and the good people are, but those crazy people are not going to give you shit, so y'all need to stick with each other. I'm sorry. There's a reason why a lot of the Rue girls stick so close together. They know what Mm -hmm. that fucking pink sweatshop is. Unless you're... I'm going to get... She's going to kill me for this when she eventually somehow finds us or somebody sends it to her. I was going to say, all the Rue girls stick together. I was going to say, except for Tamisha Iman. Well, yeah. Because Tamisha Iman has basically blocked every Rue girl from her season, except like maybe one or two, I think. Yeah, but that's Tamisha having a kind of a fallout. She don't want to follow any of them. She don't want to give you your refunds. You know, I saw that the other day. Somebody said... She was tweeting someone and somebody, she was somebody's like, give me my refund. And she just tweeted back, fuck your refund. Refund for what even? Oh, you don't, oh, you don't know about all that? She had a whole business, like shoes and merchandise, but they never got sent out and people wanted refunds. And eventually she was basically just like, nah, fuck your refunds. Oh my God. It's a whole thing. I can send you the, I'll send you the story about it. Stacey Lane Matthews is actually in a bit of trouble about that too, apparently. Oh boy, not Hanny. For cameos, somebody sent her a cameo like 10 months ago and she's still never gotten it. There was no refund, no nothing. She only recently released an apology for it, but the person who sent asked for the cameo and sent the money still has never gotten that cameo video. It's a whole thing. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a whole... I'll send you that one too. Oh boy. Anyway, let's get into these looks. We have the boulets in headpieces that I feel like we've seen before, Or at least other versions. No, I feel like we've seen these before. Oh, I am fairly certain we have seen these headpieces before. They're reusing them from, I believe, last season. Was it last season? Eh, We'll go back. Last season or the season before? Maybe. Yeah, somebody fact checked us. But yeah, it's a nice look. I actually, actually, I really don't like the headpieces. I don't think it fits, honestly. I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about them. They're like crab trap diving helmets. They complain about it in whatever the hell they call them talking to each other before they bring the guest judges in. It's actually really funny. Yeah. But they seem to hate the headpieces too. <laughs> so, They're like, we shouldn't have worn these fucking headpieces. Let's have a moment of silence and then just sit there. Okay, that's over. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Anyway, um, our guest judges this week, <clears throat> the editor-in-chief of Fangoria, Phil Noble Jr., and the next guest judge is a self-proclaimed Boulay Brothers Dragula superfan, celebrated actor, and star of Game of Thrones, best known for his portrayal of Hodor, Christian... Ooh, I have to make sure I'm saying this right. Hold on. Christian Nair. Nair. I will 
Nairn. Not Nair. Not hair removal. Nairn. 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 Like Nyan, but Nairn. But yes, welcome them both. Let's get into our floor show. All right, so I have a brief professional complaint about the fact that they chose to do ghosts for Glamour. Ghosts are normally dead and rotting. As we've seen several times before in ghost challenges, we had a lot of filth for the zombie ghost challenge. We had all kinds of various interpretations of more ethereal ghosts in the resurrection. And honestly, that's sort of the more common vibe you get from a ghost. Now, I get that this was sort of more of a creative challenge, trying to make it actually work as a theme and as an idea, but you do kind of box someone in when you expect specifically glamour, but they could have tried to flesh it out a little bit. Maybe by even just adding the word ethereal, they could have added a little bit more to it, because at least then, like, the looks would have felt more like... Not necessarily even just glamorous, but um, so at least by Western sensibilities, glamour comes from a word that literally meant magic. The whole point is to be captivating by appearance. It is bewitchment of the eye. So an ethereal, otherworldly look would be glamorous, even if it in and of itself could actually also be quite disgusting which is something I think some of the girls were going for, but they didn't really meet. I would say I think that def- I think the way you described it is kind of what um, I think maybe what Hosa was possibly going for. My thoughts exactly. That's one of the things that Hosa was trying, and it didn't come across very well. I think Saint might have tried for that a little bit, and it also yeah. kind of flopped. But like I said, I think it's things were done. Things were done, for sure. Um, I think the performances were performative. I really don't have any words, honestly. I think they all did relatively fine. I think you could tell though sometimes like Betty kind of messed up at a couple of points. Yeah, she messed up with tearing apart her pearls. Sometimes it felt off with the timing of the song, like Zava being a bit fast with the song. And it, Yeah, it's just... I think Zavaleta is probably used to really high pa- uh, high pacing music. But like I said, I think from what I saw from the challenge of people performing, even though she was pretty much shown the most, which kind of says something, I think Sigourney did a very good job with the performance, and that I think is what also helped her to achieve that win. Yeah. But yes, anyway, we'll move on, and we'll get through with their looks once we go through the boulets saying, this shit is really uncomfortable. Holy shit, why did we put these on our heads? My only regret so far tonight is wearing this stupid helmet. (laughs) It's just so funny. You just have to stare at them straight like, you have failed and you will be punished. So bad. Uh, The show was good, though. They liked the show, you know, which was good compared to last week when they said they were underwhelmed. uh Uh-huh. Which is so interesting considering how they were so excited for what has honestly so far been, I think, the worst, what had been and has been the worst episode so far of the season. The West one. I don't know. I personally wasn't into it, but. Interesting. Fair enough. I mean, I enjoyed it, but... I don't think it was bad. That's the whole thing. I don't think any episode so far this season has been bad. It's just that that episode was, like, the most underwhelming for me, and everything else has had at least something interesting going on. Mm-hmm. Even if it boils down to just a few people out of the entire cast. Let's get to these looks. 
So, so go in order of how they are standing on stage because they didn't actually really get any um time to really. Sh- I mean, they showed off the looks in the performance, but there wasn't any like runway or anything floor show walking. Yeah, they didn't specifically show off the looks independently of doing the performance, which is kind of sad because in the lip sync challenge in season two, I believe they managed to do looks showcasing while also introducing through the song. Actually, at the start, before they get into critiquing the looks, uh, they have Jade step forward and use the key. And, of course, she puts Betty up for extermination. Yes. And she herself, due to the moving of the ranks, is the only safe one. Yes, so she gets to walk off. But before she does, let's quickly talk about her look. I enjoy it. I like the blue and everything. I think the dishwater blonde hair actually kind of fits well. Yeah, I think it's nice. I like the flowiness of it. I, I like the blue crystals and everything. I I think it looks nice. There's some pearl diamond notes, good oceanic gemstones. I give it a solid toot. I like it. Yeah, it's very pretty toot. I do kind of wish the skirt part was like it was whole, like if there was on both legs that like running up. I get why it's not, but I, I do wish it was like that, but I like it. It's like this blue fabric on top of the sort of bodysuit she's wearing. It's like a dark, dark blue compared to the lighter blue of like the bodysuit that matches her skin tone. Mm-hmm. Although I'm noticing it, I don't think it actually matches her hands. It only matches her head. Yeah, no. I think we saw the sketch of it in the boudoir, yeah. but she had some table coral sort of stuff going on, or at least it looked like table coral. Turns out it was just layers and stuff. Right. I was like, ooh, is that going to be some really neat table coral sort of growing off the body? In which case, that could, like, have some really neat sort of visual thing, like pulling out the dead man's chest almost aesthetic, but doing it Mm -hmm. glamorous? That could be pretty cool, but no, sadly. That's not what we got. We got pretty barnacles instead, but that's fine. I like the starfish as a bow tie, by the way. So yeah, she's safe. She gets to freak off, so let's just go in order from left to right. We start with Saint which is uh it's fine i don't think i i think the pants are what's bothering me well and the shoes we're not i shouldn't say the pants i think the sides of the pants it reminds me too much of the cow outfit yeah well look at the way the hips jut out the hips jutted out about the same as the cow outfit it has that same silhouette however i absolutely love the top half the hat the hair the glittery like vesty looking thing i love all of that i actually like the button part of the like the top half of the pants where it's like buttoned on on uh saint's chest oh yeah the high abdomen area very sailor's uniform yeah i love that like very top literally like top half and then bottom half is just a little less great for me i love the cane Mm -hmm. like overall i think it's fine and i think it's a toot i think it's nice i do get sort of like captain of an old timey ship like, I don't feel like it's a captain of a nowadays ship, obviously. I think it definitely reads more if you go, like, old and go ship, old-timey. Oh, yeah. I definitely read that, like, old rich man of, this is my ship, and I'm going down with it. <laughs> old naval officer. But overall, I like it. Yeah. Like I said, the pants, the pants just, the t- the jutting out pants is just not my favorite thing. I, I personally dislike the hair, but that's really? just me. I enjoy the hair. I like that it has that sort of, like, stringy, ghosty quality. Mm-hmm. I wish it had, like, more varied clump sizes. So the hair sort of is, like, brought together in, like, groups of strands, pressed kind of too flat, honestly. Like, if you wanted to do, like, saltwater dreads, 
It really should be more varied in thickness and a little bit more tangly. Although since it's glamour, you could do away with the tangles and turn it into some sort of a curl, which we kind of get, but it doesn't look right to me. I don't know. I feel like just a little bit more work could have been done on it to make it work perfectly, but it's fine as is. I just kind of wanted more glamour out of it. Now, uh, let's move on to Hoso Teratoma. Again, I've already explained it's not my personal cup of tea, but we're going to get into from their personal Instagram. Uh, I guess it was an Instagram post. That's where they put the description. For the category of glow ship glamour, I told a story that is in the heart of what my drag is, eastern creatures that were shunned by the human world. A yokai created this creature of a water god, yokai, that was suffering from humans. My performance included a naked body covered in nasty human waste, covered by a net gasping for air. Wanted her to have a ghastly glamour to her that I thought fit the challenge perfectly, and I performed my heart out in it. This wonderfully abstract and pan-Asian garment was from a collaboration project I did with my dear friend of mine. I adore his work and was so glad I got to show off with my drag. No matter what happened, I truly believe I was showering in the ghostly glamour that I was a- that was asked of me, and I'm so proud I didn't have to fit myself into a Western idea of glamour. At least that's how I view it. So you know, and I agree with that. This isn't this isn't for Western to get. You know, that's no. and that's the kind of shit I appreciate that she stuck to her guns and did that. Because I remember earlier, I forget which week it was, but she said that she kind of did more Western looked instead of one that she had originally wanted to do, mm-hmm. and that fucking sucks. I like that. I want. Her to stick to her guns fuck the racists fuck the people who don't who just think no this isn't glamorous by western standards like like no that wasn't the point exactly it still actually even falls into at least by her culture's idea of magic magic right and when you look at it when i look at it through that lens yes i see what she's going for again it's for me personally i just don't care for it however i see what she was doing and I appreciate that she's sticking to her guns and doing what needs to be done to show her culture mm-hmm. instead of trying to fit it into this tiny little, oh, well, I guess it's the Americanized box. Here you go. Like anybody who wants to do in a show like this or anybody who wants don't ever feel like you have to do that. Stick to your guns and be the person that you know you can be through showing your culture and your abilities and stuff and show the world a little more culture, honestly. Mm-hmm. Now, there are things about this I like. Don't get me wrong. I just don't. The garment isn't great for me personally. I like the hands, the cool little like claw white hands like that. Yep. I like the hair and the makeup. The makeup I actually thought worked kind of well as like a god mask. The sort of thing that you normally see in, um, oh, I forget what exactly the word phrase is, but it's the same sort of um, concept that goes into like traditional Chinese, I think some Korean and also Japanese dramas um, on the stage like you literally have the term is Facebook or face chart. It's literally just colors in certain places that literally just distinguish personality types. She literally has the face of a god on. <laughs> That's the whole point. But yeah. Anyways. But yeah, like I, I you know, again, is it my favorite thing? No, but that doesn't mean that it's not just as good through hoso's eyes yeah and i would never try to demean her experience and the way she views that garment and that's the kind of shit that i don't understand that people need to take the time to go to her twitter go to her instagram go to whatever be like um actually i know you love it but um (laughs) it actually sucked (laughs) i hope you understand that it sucked 
Like, <sighs> no. I only have minor complaints about like certain construction bits, like where it seems like some hemming on like that blue shoulder piece seemed to kind of on the underside either not work. But yeah, that that definitely right, fucks or me over a bit. it wasn't exaggerated enough to be wavy, right? Like I said, I do like parts of it, like that. What is yeah. that specific fabric? The sparkly, the one with the dots, the dotty fabric. I enjoy that, and the bottom part of the fabric. Yeah. I actually think that the fabric choices work kind of well together. Yeah. It flows piece to piece reasonably well. Yeah, I agree. I see what is being gone for. Like I said, is it my favorite? No, I don't care for it. But again, I don't understand people's, I don't know, I just don't understand people's obsession with I recognize that it's something. Yeah. Like, this is still a dress. This is still a glamorous sort of look that could be out of the box from that. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I think also it doesn't help that I think what the Boulets specifically... Again, this is another reason why I'm glad. I still rather she stuck to her guns. I don't think this is necessarily what the Boulets thought they wanted when they specifically were like, we want glamour. We want what we think is glamour. You know? Yeah, they wanted ghost ship glamour. They wanted glamour glamour. Uh-huh. I think they wanted a very literal... I think, yeah, they wanted a literal, repre- literal representation of glamour, not the, as you put it, the more magical Eastern... Uh, just Yokai, generally like, more magical grammary right. glamour. So, grammary like is I where said, the word grammar comes from. It's a Scottish word. But like I said, I'm more than happy moving on. I just don't see the need to people to be like, Hoso, I hope you know this sucked. I'm going to tell you on every platform. Like, fuck off. Anyway, moving on. Next up, we have Sigourney Beaver. She is also the winner of this challenge for good reason. Now, agree. I think some people, like they say in the cauldron, it may have been a little bit of a basic look, a dress with some fabric on it to make it, you know, poofy. Yeah, but I think it's also, as we said, it was what she also did in the challenge with the lip sync performance as well as what they were asking for in their terms of what they wanted to see in G-L-A-M-O-U-R, glamour. And she brought that. They wanted a beauty form of glamour. I think it's fine. I think it's a nice dress, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice dress. I wouldn't say it's amazing. I definitely think previous weeks have been even stronger. better and bigger, stronger dresses, yes. And just looks... Like, last week, don't give me another, oh, I still have so many things I could say about last week. Like, my God, it was so good. I love the fact that there were historical details in that fucking French dress. It's like, I am such a nerd. (laughs) I don't think anybody this week did amazing, you know? Like, that's the whole thing. I don't think anybody ever did, like, this week did outstandingly amazing. I think when it came, at least in looks, I think when it definitely came down to was definitely the performance. And I think yeah. Sigourney was one of the people that excelled at that. So that's another reason to help why she won. Mm-hmm. But I do like this. I like the wig color. I like that it matches. I like that it, how she paints her skin because she's done this before. Like with that alien look, she painted her skin as well to make it like that. I like those earrings. Those are gorgeous earrings. Oh my God. Yeah, I love those earrings. There is a color story going on here. It's it all yeah, works. silvery blue. Very, very silvery blue. Mm-hmm. Silvery blue, kind of purpley. But I like the dress, the wings that she does, has like wings basically with her fabric. It's just fabric, but it's still like a nice touch. Yeah. But it's nice. I enjoy it a lot. The bottom part of the dress, by the way, it's sort of almost scaly. And thus, because it's all shredded, it looks both like a shredded fishtail, but also a skirt. Yes. Fringe skirt, which just like layers. Layers. 
Yes. I'm going to become Ariel Versace for a second. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's nice. I like the leg slits. Mm-hmm. I feel like more dresses should have leg slits for men and women. Both side leg slits. Yes. I want to see more legs from everybody. Legs, legs. What's on the menu? All the leg slits. Uh, you can do so much with leg slits. I know. You can kick people. <laughs> Think about it. You can pull out a gun. Like in those films, like where they have secret agents, and it's like, oh, that's one of my favorite. Like, I forget. I think it was a Bond film, but there's a, where they're like, he's like, ooh, he's going up her leg. It's like, ooh, there's a leg slit. And suddenly there's a gun. Like, yeah, try it, bitch. And I'm just like, see, <laughs> I love that. Like, you can hide a tiny gun there on the slight slit of your leg. Just like, that's a trick I learned from Mrs. Smith. I bet Miss Fisher would do that. Oh, Franny Fisher would undoubtedly uh, go check out miss fisher's murder mysteries if y'all haven't seen that that's such a good show and a good movie they came out with a movie i wish i could have backed that was that on kickstarter or indiegogo i wish i could have backed that was it on indiegogo no, i feel like it was on kickstarter i'm gonna check it was on kickstarter okay yeah my god they had a 181,000 dollar 818 dollar that's such a specific amount in, in american yeah. It was like so normal, 250000 in Australian, and then it just came out to such a weird number in American. Conversion. But they got over half a million dollars. Yeah. Which, yay. That was for the movie. Oh, I could have done it. That's only $8. I would have given $8, support the cause. This was 2017. I wasn't even remotely on Kickstarter. Now I'm like, I'm losing all my money. <laughs> but still, I wish I could have supported that. Oh, Miss Fisher is such a, like, I'm telling y'all, like, go watch the TV show. Go watch the movie. It's so entertaining. The TV show is... One of those up there murder mystery shows. Oh, yeah. We haven't watched the movie together yet. We'll watch the movie another time. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, so next up, we have Better Betty. I like it. Mm, yeah. I think it's nice. It gives like a... It's a traditional glamour. Uh, Very like songstress. Like it... it Honestly, this is kind of shady. That was, I believe, her goal. Well, no, this is sort of shady to Jade because that's what she wanted hers to be like. I don't see that now that I think about it. If I'm going by what she said, I don't see lounge singer for Jade. I do very much see that for Betty, though. Yes. Like, Betty's is very reminiscent of, like, you those old movies or just, like, those old... What you immediately think of when you think, like, jazzy lounge singer type person. A 40s lounge singer, yeah. Yeah, very that loads of pearls very color harmonious with a nice light blue I like the coral in the hair is that a coral i think it's a coral in the hair mm-hmm. yeah it's like giant piece of coral to make like a head hair piece almost you can actually see the wig skills coming out if it hadn't been for her pearls not working right she probably wouldn't have no um... she also fucked up a bit of the lip sync as well but she, yes, she admitted that she true. wasn't good at some t- you know she wasn't good at learning song words and stuff she admitted that early on yeah but overall i think it's a very pretty look i think it's nice it's blue i like that she matched the blue like the skin although like they also mentioned when she ripped off the pearls you could see that the pearls had rubbed off some of the blue that she had put on her skin she could have gone more um like pale whitish for that part of her body she kind of did but she had too much blue still so like rubbing off the blue it becomes very obvious yeah and it's just unfortunate like i said so you know i think it's nice it's fine so we can move on to dali fun fact i mean i guess the gods are listening to me because i said i wanted to switch in the face makeup last week and I got it, and I really enjoy this. It's probably my favorite saint look so far. Saint? Or, not saint, I'm so stupid. Well, because they both returned. My mind gets brittle because I'm just like, it's resurrection time. Who from resurrection came back? Oh, shit, it's th- that pisses me off because I'm just like, wait a minute, <laughs> who came back? 
It was Saint, but also Dali came back. God damn it. That always confuses me every time I think of it's like, oh yes, who won Resurrection? I mean, technically Saint won, and then Dolly just gets to slide right in, like, hey, I'm also here. I didn't get $20,000, but I got in. That always confuses the shit out of me. But yes, this is probably my favorite Dolly look so far, pardon moi. Still not without its faults. I don't like the little lamp thing in the middle. This is another problem that Saint... See, this is another reason why I confuse them, because they both had the same problem. If you remember correctly, they had the light on... Saint had the light on their motorcycle Mugler-inspired look. This one also had a light in the middle of it. That little ring. Yeah, it isn't even that strong of a light. It's a weak glow um, on a belt. And you couldn't even really see it. Yeah, it was only on a flashback when the boulets were talking about it. Because it wasn't edited in. Because it probably didn't flow right. Probably. But yeah, see, they both had that same problem. And I'm just, I, I, I can't with this. But yeah, I also, I like the hat. The mug is great. I love it. I love the little, mm-hmm. like, almost evil mustache of just like, hee hee I'm going yes. to steal a million dollars. Yes, yes. I like that. like the earrings. I like the hat. Outfit is nice. Again, I do think the belt ruins it slightly. I just don't like the look of the belt with everything else. I get the idea of what they were going for. I actually don't hate the belt. I more so hate what's below Didn't the say belt. I hated it. Saying I dislike it. I mean, their whole idea, as they described, they were actually the ship themselves. They weren't a person. They were the whole ass ship. Yeah. Which I don't also really get, if I'm being honest. I don't immediately see that. Yeah. I see, like, a dress made out of a old-timey dive suit. Yeah. I just, I don't really see it. But the performance was good. They point out that, you know, it's... I just personally don't see it. I think it would make more sense, maybe, like, if the earrings were, like, made out of gears or something, and... There were just more ship-related things, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I feel like... Could have had a smokestack somewhere. Oh, yeah, like maybe like popping out of the hat. That could have been nice. Like on the very yeah. top of the hat, there's just a yeah. tiny smokestack or something. You know, but mm. overall, it's fine. Like I said, the belt's not my favorite, but that doesn't detract from it. Again, favorite mug of Dolly's so far. Yeah. I just really like it. I also like, you know, it was like, it's the same. It's not the same, but it's like that same, like the Drag King mug and then the nice added red lip. Mm-hmm. I think actually a nice little pop of color. I like that. I like the whole, there's the like. Yeah. And like the shading and shadowing is made with um the sort of rougey pink. Yeah, and it's about matching things and how it is. I think it's just, it's it's overall smart. Mm-hmm. Lastly, we move on to Zavaleta. I do enjoy it. I think it's funny that, because it does at times feel like just fabric that was thrown over Zabadi, not necessarily a dress. So I think it's funny that they were reading somebody else being like, well, that looks like cheap fabric. And I'm like, well, you also have fabric on, ma'am. It's pretty. I like the nails. I like the hair. I wish it didn't have the back part. I think if it was just that top little, like, because I like the little wave in the top of her hair. Mm-hmm. I don't think it needed the back sort of mullet-esque bit, personally. Yeah. I like the gem on her on her chest. I like the color of the gown, the fabricly gown. I think it's very pretty. Yeah, the color is nice. Again, a good color choice. Sort of um, everything plays together. It's not as super put together as um Sigourney or um Betty but it does play into like the eyeshadow and makeup and the dress so yeah very that but I think it's nice so we move on to our critiques 
Saint is the first to be called, say you did a good job, you're safe. Saint is not happy. Saint thought this was Saint's week and they were going to win. Saint's calling the manager. Oh no, run for your lives, Karen Saint. Ah! Hmm. Dali and Sigourney are specifically called out to be the two best of the week, but there can only be one winner, and that winner is Sigourney. Yay! Some people roll their eyes. But anyway, that leaves Zava, Hoso, and Betty in the bottom tonight. Mm -hmm. They will be doing a photo shoot very reminiscent of season one's top four challenge, so it feels weird that it's an extermination now, but... I believe it was an extermination back then. Was it? I thought it was a challenge. Challenge and extermination. Oh, so it was the extermination. It feels like it was the actual challenge, though, too. I have to look this up. Oh, no, never mind. That was the, um, never mind. That episode was the T-Shack Club. Later, I think it's now called Oasis. Mother. Oh, is it Mother now? I remember it being called Mother. That's right. From Heglina. That feels so strange that that whole ass thing was a... Because that basically was a whole other challenge. Because they had to create a look firstly and then do the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, apparently that was an extermination. I guess it was just because it felt like another challenge. But yeah, that was an extermination, so they did it again here. But it kind of feels like, compared to last episode where they were literally shocking each other, maybe if they had done... Because also the way they described it was very... It did not feel like the way it was described. Hold on, let me... Because let me see exactly how they described it. Because they said, I believe they said submerged. Hmm. Yeah, you'll be submerged in the waters of the ocean. So that made it sound like they were literally going to dunk them in the ocean and then take the pictures, not just have them sort of standing on the rocks as they did. Yeah, they stood way more on the rocks than like in the water itself. Yeah, that would have been way more exterminer, exterminary, maybe, I guess, but also dangerous. So no. Yeah. Anyway, let's move into the monster meat grinder. My God. So we start with this beautiful classical music that, um... (laughs) Hoso actually made a very funny remark on their Twitter. They somebody was like, um, "How is it? Ex- how is it to experience the cauldron in real life? Let us know." And they said, "They quoted and said, let 'Let's just say we didn't have classical music playing in the background to lighten the mood.'" Hmm. So yeah, we start off with this like very classical. Um, I don't. I'm sure you know what it is. I don't know what it specifically is. Is it something I should know, or is it just like random stock classical music? No, I don't know what it is. It's some orchestral movement. Uh, let's start off, I'll just do Dolly, and instead of saying Cauldron, I'll say Monster Meat Grinder, because that's what we say. Yeah. So Because they are a narrator for this, basically. Because they're the only one not really getting involved. So today's Monster Meat Grinder is a big fucking hot mess. So far we have Saint completely upset about their critiques, even though they're in the top. We have Hoso thinking this is complete bullshit. Nobody's congratulating Sigourney on her win. And whatever the fuck Jade and Zavaleta are doing, which is honestly one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. they're playing like children, and it's <laughs> they're just back and forth getting higher pitched. It's like, oh, good night, thank you, you're welcome, good night, oh, good night, uh-huh, good night, we're best friends, we're best friends. Uh-huh. Let's take a look at how this all started, shall we? Rewinding tape. I mean, I <laughs> we could really get into it, but I'm just not in the mood, because we're already so far into this fucking episode. The point is, Saint's not happy. That she didn't get a win. Obviously, we already said that. But she's nice enough to say, you know, she's talking to Sigourney being like, I'm sorry this is all happening on your win that you can't congratulate. Because like I said, Saint's amazing and I love them to death. I love all this cast for the most part. It's just, you know, Mm -hmm. just don't be shitty to these people. My God. But yeah, no, so they go. Dolly also congratulates Sigourney because like pretty much nobody else other than 
literally the only people that I think they shown in this episode to actually congratulate Sigourney on their win are Saint, Dolly, and Hoso, which again, mm -hmm. really fucking funny that people are sending her so much fucking hate. She still congratulated Ho even though she was like, you know, I don't think your look was that great, but she still congratulated her on her win yeah. and said like, I'm glad you won. Like, y'all racist motherfuckers, make it make sense. Except you can't because you're racist pieces of shit. Oh, wow, shocking. But yeah, like, uh, <laughs> it's like a whole thing. Jade and Zava get into a, f no, not Jade and Zava, Betty and Zava get into a fight with Jade. And that's a whole thing in its own because they think she's being fake, but now she's being real because she's being quote unquote a bitch. Da 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 da. They're getting into arguments. Everybody's getting into arguments. Sigourney also gets into it, basically being like, you know, saying she doesn't have to change herself and do, which I agree with because they're all saying Betty has basically changed herself as the week has gone on. Weeks have gone on, whereas Sigourney's saying, oh, I don't have to change myself. I'm doing what I do, and it's obviously gotten me far, which is also true. We can also just quickly talk about really funny because Hoso was talking and then Betty comes in and then Sigourney steps in. So <laughs> Hoso's just clapping her hands going, I was talking, I was talking, I was talking, I was mm -hmm. talking, I was talking, I was talking. You know what? Fuck y'all. I'm not talking. Honestly, just like this was absolute insanity. It was madness. And you can see why they needed Dolly to basically do voiceover it's just they they say that host like zava says jade stirs the pot they're trying to fight with her jade's not fighting back she's just like they're both yelling arguing where jade's more to like just quietly arguing like just arguing back at a normal vocal tone yeah and it's just very like they want her to be at that level that they're both at oh yeah and she doesn't give that to them and i feel like that pisses them off I honestly thought that was a very good troll tactic, honestly. So thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Oh, good night. We're best friends. We're best friends. And then, of course, that gets the moment from the trailer that we I thought was going to be from the reunion, but no, it's from this episode of Zava flipping off Jade and then Jade going, Oh, look, fuck you. I can do that too. Wow. And it's just like, ugh, back and forth, fighting like children. But like I said, I genuinely don't understand people's hate for... Because then they even... Because Hoso specifically goes like... Dolly, Hoso, and Sigourney all, and she goes, I personally just thought your look was very basic. It was a piece, cape was a piece of fabric that wasn't hemmed. And then she literally stops herself saying she's getting mean, even though she didn't say anything horrible. She just said what she thought. It was her own opinion. But she stopped herself anyway, just because like she didn't want to get mean. She likes Sigourney. She wants people. As Dolly said, they're all going to be fucking friends after this. Even Sigourney said or Hoso said that they're like fucking friends. They just called each other because they were so excited to hang out recently because they're fucking friends. This is a TV show that people don't understand what's going on behind closed doors, that these people are friends, they like each other, and it's a competition for a hundred fucking thousand dollars, so you're going to be fucking pissed at things. Tensions are high, and you know what? You might be angry because you wanted to win and somebody else won, and you might still be friends with that person but after the show, but in that current time climate of trying to win a hundred thousand dollars and not go home, mm -hmm. but people don't understand that and it just fucking blows my mind but yeah literally we're all gonna be fucking friends after this and literally that's what host is saying that's why she's not doing that because that's why she stopped she doesn't want to be mean to you they love it it's just y'all need to stop sending hate to these people i swear to fucking god because if i have to do this shit again next week y'all i'm not gonna like y'all thought i yeah. was like mean this week i swear to god i'm not gonna take it anymore if y'all keep doing this shit actually you know what i i'm just expecting y'all to keep doing this shit and i'm not dealing with it anymore like I'm just going to call you out at the beginning of the podcast. I'm going to say y'all can go fuck yourselves again. If we have to keep doing this at the beginning of the episodes, and whenever I bring it up, we may just have to. It's fine. I am more than happy every single episode to call it you disgusting racist pieces of shit. And need to tell you, I have to tell you every single week, stop fucking doing this. 
Until you stop fucking doing it, I will. Stop being racist pieces of shit. Stop being xenophobic pieces of shit. Stop being transphobic pieces of shit. Or, as the banquet statement, stop being pieces of shit. God. Extermination challenge. Photo shoot. Have to be glamorous. They do their thing. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired at this point. I, we keep doing it. Waves come crashing. People go flying. Kind of. Photo shoot, actually, I think it looks, at the very end result that they show, I actually think it looks very cool. Um, and the photos individually, I think, all look relatively cool as well. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming, I just assume they, I don't know how they chose. I never know how they chose, how they choose who to kill. That's actually something they should probably talk to the Belays about. Yeah. I mean, they kind of say it, but they don't really say it. It's like, still their decision. They're like, well, we'll just send this person home. But yeah, at the end of the day, Bitter Betty is our victim to go home this week. Mm-hmm. As they are pulled into the sea after giving their soul to the magic. The magic conch. That's what I was thinking of. Now I remember. The magic conch. It's Spongebob. Conch. <laughs> that was my first thought. I forgot. But yes, then she is she is pulled into the sea by the Boule sirens. Six monsters remain. We will see y'all next week with another episode of Two Gays Drag Cast with your lovely hosts as always. Guy Smith and And Andrew B. And one last time, just because I really need to hammer it home. Stop being pieces of shit. Anyway, unpleasant dreams. We do not own, claim ownership of, or desire for ownership of, contained or referenced clips and copyrighted content. They are the property of their trademark and copyright holders. 2K's Dragcast is co-founded and co-hosted by me, Guy Smith, and Andrew B. Editing and show running by Guy Smith. Community management by Andrew B. Intro music is Cult Rise by Gunnar Olsen, and the outro is Bass Walker by Kevin McLeod. You can find us at our links in the description for my and Andrew's YouTube channels and our website, twogaysdragcast.wordpress.com. You can additionally find all of our content as well as all the places where you can find our podcast at twogaysdragcast.anchor.fm. We are an independent production. Sharing the podcast with your friends is the best way to support the show. Leaving ratings and reviews on your podcast platform of choice are also extremely helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time, sweet nightmares.